Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's edition of the Pre-Game Rumbling Show, where we are going to be previewing the Buffalo Bills versus the Baltimore Ravens. I want to welcome everybody in this week, where the Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens are kicking off week four at 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Both teams come into this matchup 2-1, and one, and they're looking to make sure they solidify their place as leaders in the AFC Conference. This is going to be one for the ages. I say it every time the Buffalo Bills play against the Baltimore Ravens. When Josh Allen gets to go head-to-head in a matchup with Lamar Jackson, it is a game that you do not want to miss. And I don't think this will be an exception. I think this game will be equally as exciting as the previous matchups have been. And I think that we are going to, to witness a game where we further see Josh Allen solidify himself as a star in this league. Lamar Jackson has already done so, being a former MVP. Um, I do think that, you know, he he has taken some steps forward, and we'll we'll get into that briefly. But prior to talking about everything that I'm expecting to see in this game, let's take a look at the injury report for the Buffalo Bills. It is a very lengthy injury report. You have offensive line Ryan Bates. Looks like he was full status, so he is going to be playing. Christian Benford, cornerback, is out. He has not practiced with a, I believe it's a fracture in his hand. Wide receiver Gabe Davis was questionable with an ankle injury that he actually re-injured or tweaked on Wednesday, and he didn't practice Thursday. And then Friday he was limited again, which leaves his game status at limited. They do feel confident that he'll play. Uh, there was a quote from Sean McDermott and then another quote from Von Miller that we fully expect Gabe Davis to play. Uh, tackle, Deion Dawkins was out this week early with an, in, with an illness, but then he was full practice Thursday and Friday. He will be playing. Stefan Diggs was on the injury report just for a veteran rest day on Friday. He didn't practice, but he will absolutely be playing. This is one that I think everybody's excited to hear about. Dane Jackson, cornerback Dane Jackson, who was injured in the Tennessee Titans game with a neck injury. Very scary collision with Tremaine Edmonds. He was out for some time, and he's going to be back. After just missing one game, he is going to be playing this week. He said in an interview that, you know, he's been out there for practice and he feels good enough to go out there and play. I'm excited about that. I don't, I don't know, not just to see him out there playing, but the fact that he's healthy, the fact that, uh, you know, after being picked up by an ambulance on the field, it's a scary sight for everybody to see, uh, but especially for the players and, and just seeing the type of injury and going back and looking at the slow, the slow motion interview or the slow motion replay of it. It makes you, you know, really, really appreciate, you know, the, this guy is back so quickly, and and I'm hoping after what we've seen with Tua Tungavailoa over the the week, um, and and the league's, you know, their efforts to make sure that he was healthy, it it appears that you know he had some issues that weren't quite checked. So I'm hoping that, and I have faith in the Buffalo Bills organization, I have faith in in the medical staff, but I'm hoping that Dane Jackson is truly a hundred percent and good to go. But it is a welcome sight for him to be back. Jake Kumaro out with an ankle. He will not play. Cam Lewis, he was limited this week with a forearm and knee, but he practiced in full on Friday. He will be playing. Von Miller playing. Mitch Morris is questionable with an elbow injury. Offensive lineman Justin Murray, one of our new guys, questionable with a foot injury. Defensive tackle Ed Oliver is questionable with an ankle injury. I do expect to see Ed Oliver in uniform. The team has not announced that yet, but I do expect to see him in uniform. Jordan Phillips is out with a hamstring. 
Jordan Poyer is questionable with a foot injury. He has been limited all week. He was limited Friday as well. So we will see if he's active. And then lastly, uh, Roger Saffold was out with veteran rest on Wednesday, but he was full practice and he's good to go. So we will see our full team this week. I think that when you look at this injury report, it scares me. For the first part, it scares me because, you know, the Buffalo Bills typically, we've been bragging for years about how healthy our teams have been and how good our medical staff is at nursing guys back to health and making sure that, you know, these guys are good to go week to week. And if there is an injury, we've gotten them, you know, we've gotten them up to speed pretty quickly. This year just seems uh, like the injury bug is hitting us. And it's the only thing that I feel like can stop us. I think it's the only thing that can stop us. You know, when when you're talking about a team with Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs on offense and Gabriel Davis and, you know, the offensive line that we boost, you know, bolstered up this offseason and then defense, you know what the defense is. You, you kind of have the feeling that the only thing that can stop us is injuries. And when you look at that injury report, you know, I, 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 I think somebody said to me earlier this week, I've never prayed to God for more questionables. <laughs> you know, we're actually happy to see so many questionables because it doesn't mean that these guys are fully, you know, like they're making their way back. So I'm excited about that. Now on the flip side, let's look at the Baltimore Ravens. JK Dobbins was limited on Wednesday with a chest injury, but he practiced in full Thursday and Friday and he will be playing. Justin Houston is doubtful with a groin injury. Patrick McCary is doubtful with an ankle injury. Marcus Peters had a veterans rest day. He will be playing. Um, Wide receiver James Proche, I always say his name wrong, and I apologize, sir. Uh, he's he's full. He will be playing with the. He had a groin injury, and then lastly, uh, Ronnie Staley is questionable. Tackle Ronnie Staley is questionable with an ankle injury. He practiced in full Thursday and Friday, but then I mean Wednesday and Thursday and Friday he didn't practice at all, and he's questionable, which seems weird to practice in full two days and then uh, not practice at all and end up questionable. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see. So now just a little bit about the game. Let's talk about the game. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. The first question I have for you is, can the Buffalo Bills, with the injuries that we have, can we stop Lamar Jackson? To this point in the season, we have to remember, we still are without Trey White. Now, good news about that. Trey White is able to return to practice soon. So I I do feel that it's soon that we're going to have our cornerback back. But as of right now, we're without Trey. We're without Micah Hyde. He's out for the rest of the year. Jordan Poyer is questionable. Jordan Phillips is out. So when you're going against somebody like Lamar Jackson, the former MVP, a lot of times, you know, there are several people who do think that there's a reason to doubt any sort of ability that he may have. And I don't understand it because all he's done is year after year, he's come out and proven to everybody around him that he's just as dynamic. And last season, I remember the, the talk around the league is, yeah, we figured Lamar out. And I just don't think that that was the case. Last year, the Baltimore Ravens had 26 players on injured reserve, and they still sent the most players in the league to the Pro Bowl. They still were in position to make the playoffs before Lamar Jackson was injured. So I just, I don't, I don't see, you know, where the questions about Lamar Jackson's abilities come into play. But this season, We're going to talk about this season. So we're going to Baltimore. So let's talk about his numbers at home. At home, he has a passer rating of 142.6 while completing 21 passes out of 29 attempts. 
throwing for three touchdowns to zero interceptions, he is lights out at home. He, he, it just is what it is. He's lights out at home. Now, for the season, overall, 10 touchdowns to two interceptions. So the, the passing threat that people think isn't there, I'm going to tell you something. It's there. And if you think it's not there, you're fooling yourself. And again, we're struggling with the injury bug on defense. So no Micah Hyde, no Jordan Poyer, maybe. Hopefully Jordan plays, but no Trey White. We're happy to have Dane Jackson back because that means that we're going to, you know, that, that means that we have that experience from last year that we won in there. Instead of playing two rookies, and again, Benford is out with a broken hand or a fractured hand. So getting Dane Jackson back is big. But I'm going to tell you, it's not the passing that I'm afraid of. I think Lamar can have a big day in the air. He can. We've seen him do it this past Sunday. He threw for four touchdowns and ran for another two. But when I tell you I'm not worried about it, it's because I think Leslie Frazier is really one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. And I don't think in Buffalo we give him the credit that he deserves. I think the issue and the things that we have to worry about, especially with the with the field conditions, is going to be wet. I think the thing that we have to worry about is Lamar Jackson on the ground. Breaking that pocket, breaking containment. So I'm looking forward to a big day defensively from Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano. I think they both need to do a great job in helping in coverage with Mark Andrews. And then I think they need to do a, a heck of a job supporting the defensive line in the run game. Now, previously, Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier have done a great job scheming up against Lamar Jackson. And I don't think that's going to change. But I'm also not foolish enough to think that Lamar Jackson is not Lamar Jackson. I do think he's going to get his. And by that, I mean, you're just not going to stop them. They're going to get first downs. They're going to score points. Now, are they going to is this going to be a shootout? I do not believe that. I don't think that our defense is the type of defense to give up. 400 yards in the air, 350 in the air to Lamar Jackson. And that's not a slight at Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is an amazing quarterback. I think he plays the, the position differently than others. But I think that he's an amazing quarterback. Now, on the flip side, can the Ravens secondary step up and stop Josh Allen? That's the question. Rain, aside from the game that, that we saw Josh Allen play against the Patriots in Buffalo or in Orchard Park, weather really hasn't been too much of a factor for Josh Allen. He plays in the cold. He plays in the rain. He plays in the snow. He plays in the heat. Even last Sunday, he threw for 400 yards while rushing for another 47 when half the team was, was dealing with dehydration or, or dealing with heat issues. Yeah, Josh threw for 400 yards last week. So this is one of the games where it can be said that both quarterbacks are dominant. Both of them can make it happen in the air and on the ground. But the feeling in Buffalo, and there's a Good reason that the feeling in Buffalo is that Josh Allen has the better arm and the proper weapons on offense to take advantage of this Ravens secondary that has given up over a thousand yards in three games. And, and the guys that they gave it up to, I wouldn't necessarily call a stud. I'm not calling those guys studs. Joe Flacco. You let Joe Flacco throw for 300 yards and a touchdown. Now he couldn't get the ball into the end zone more. And that's just the New York jets. That's just what happens with the jets. Tua Tungavailoa had the game of his career, man. He almost threw for 470 yards and six touchdowns. Tua. 
in the very next week, he barely had 200 and, you know, 200 plus yards against us. Now they won. But if you go back and look at that game and you think that the Buffalo Bills weren't the better team, I don't know what to tell you. We just weren't physically better because we weren't out of we were Stefan Diggs had Stefan Diggs had IVs in both arms. <laughs> That's what happened with Stefan Diggs. So when you're wondering why Stefan Diggs didn't put up his normal 14 receptions for 160 yards and two touchdowns or a touchdown. That's why. And you look at Gabriel Davis. He doesn't drop those passes. The, the touchdown pass that he dropped in the end zone, that doesn't happen. So I fully expect those guys to, to come out and, and prove that they're a lot better than what the media and what some people feel that they played last week. I don't think there needs to be an excuse, but I do think that the weather last week played a factor. And this week, I don't think it will when it comes to Josh Allen in this offense. I think the offense is going to roll. I think the offense has been on fire, and I don't think it's changing. Now, with the weather conditions, we do need to pay more attention, and we need to be mindful of the fact that the ball will be wet. So running backs, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, James Cooks, we need to protect the ball. No fumbling, no dropping the ball. Josh, actually, I know he had the fumble last week against Miami, but, you know, I, I feel turnover-wise this year, he's done a pretty good job. One of the things that I wanted him to clean up from last year was, hey, you, you can't be MVP if you're still, you know, in those double-digit areas, you know, 14, 15 of turnovers, interceptions, and, and fumbles. Right now he's at three for the year, won a game. I think he's going to clean that up. Because two of those interceptions were in the first game. He hasn't had one since. So I think Josh has taken that step forward again. And I think he's he's taking care of the ball. I think he knows what he wants to do with it. He's learned to take what the defense gives him. I think a lot of times now we're complaining as fans because we want to see the run game be more successful. And I'm one of them. I want the run game to step up. I want Devin Singletary to have more of a prominent role in that run offense. I don't want Josh to lead, you know, the team in rushing as well as throwing for 400 yards. To me, that is not the way to maintain the, the health of the team for the season. That, that is to me. But I tell you, the run game that we have, we just haven't been handing it off. But those short passes to Stefan Diggs, those three-yard or eight-yard slants, six-yard slants that turns into a first down or a nine-yard game, if you go back and watch the Ravens game, he fed Diggs the ball like that throughout the entire game. And then you go back to week two against the Tennessee Titans. He fed Diggs the ball like that the entire game. So when you're not running the ball well, you throw short passes and pick up some yards after the catch. I'd like to see Isaiah McKenzie get involved. I think he has developed into a very good wide receiver, and he's not getting the love and credit that he deserves for that. There's reason to be optimistic about this aspect of the game if you're a Bills fan. I think our receivers are better than the secondary of the Baltimore Ravens. And then lastly, we talked about the heat in Miami. Will the weather really be a factor for the Ravens? I think it might be a factor, but not in the sense that most would think. I think Lamar Jackson is going to be able to make guys slip and fall. <laughs> guys are going to miss tackles this game. This is why I needed a big game from Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano. And I need, hopefully, 
the questionable status means that Ed Oliver is going to play. I need Ed Oliver in there, plugging up those holes. And the Buffalo Bills have previously done a great job at scheming against Lamar Jackson. And I don't think that's going to change. Leslie Frazier is a phenomenal defensive coordinator. Phenomenal. So with that being said, let's get into the Buffalo Rumblers SGP week four. I'm going. I'm going there. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills with the money line. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win this game. No disrespect to the Baltimore Ravens, but again, I think the Buffalo Bills are coming off of a game where they're very disappointed in themselves and um, they want to come out and show that they are the team to beat in the AFC, like the team that's been talked about all summer. I think that's what that's what's on their mind. So I'm picking the Bills to win and to parlay with that. I'm going to say Gabriel Davis is going to score an anytime touchdown here. Because I tell you what, you drop a pass in the end zone like that, that in hindsight, if he would have caught it, probably would have been a deciding factor to win the game. I think he redeems himself. That's what I think happens. And then lastly, we're going to stack that one more time with, you know, I think because of the rain, because of the weather, is believed that Josh Allen is not going to throw as effectively. I'm going to say Josh Allen still throws for more than 275 yards. You stack that. The Buffalo Bills are good to go, and I think we win this game. I'm going to go Buffalo Bills 31, Baltimore Ravens 24. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for taking the time to listen to the pregame rumbling show where I preview the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills Sunday 1 p.m. matchup. If you enjoyed listening to the Buffalo Rumblings podcast, please, please let your friends know. Please leave us a review. And please send us some emails with some questions or just some feedback. We want to improve and we enjoy doing this for everybody. I hope you all have a great weekend and go Bills.